Hey guys, it's Elle here, and today we're going to be discussing uh, Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard, and I'm going to be joined by one of my friends, Maddie. So it's not just going to be me rambling on for like half an hour, it's going to be two of us. So I hope you enjoy it. Okay. So, what are we going to talk about? Uh, so do you want to debate Red Queen a bit? Yeah, sure. Let's we have mixed opinions. Yeah, sure. Let's let's do that. I don't have my All right. book with me though. So Well, that is unfortunate. Yeah. I don't have mine either. Because <laughs> I never had one. Oh, did you borrow it from someone? I borrowed it from the library. Ah, uh, okay. The old public library. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So what did so- you enjoy about Red Queen? Is that, I don't know if that's a good place to start. I don't know if you need to do something else first, but, uh... Yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um... What did I enjoy about Red Queen? I like the characters. A lot. There. And I think the concept was cool. I just... It's like... It takes a while to get going, and then when it does, it it does kind of have that young adult feely story there. Mm-hmm. So I, I get why you wouldn't be like totally into it, <laughs> but it gets better. It gets you, so you just, much better. You claim this, and maybe one day I'll get there. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I want to, I want to make sure. I don't want to jump into your argument. There's more. There might be more later, but uh, it, for me, it was there was too much young adult feely in there. It was mm. kind of to me, the mayor to me was a Katniss Everdeen type downtrodden character who's going off and into this new world with her new powers. And it, the the world itself was kind of cool, but there were parts of the world that I felt were were vague and I had difficulty picturing this era and then it was mm-hmm. a lot of a mishmash to me of all the cool concepts in adult fiction that were being done a bit too much at the time so to me it was kind of if I read this book five years ago I would have probably loved it mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I, I get that it's it's like um when you, you talked just now about it's hard to picture the world and like what it looks like and what era it's in because I think I read somewhere and this is probably not a good thing to say about a book that's supposed to explain itself that you had to read somewhere else (laughs) but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I read somewhere that it's supposed to be like 1920s 40s ish technology that's a big range but it's supposed to be like um World War 2 era ish so it's like um old style bikes and cars and like that's why they have like planes and stuff in it because even though it's fantasy it's technically a dystopia yeah because it's like set in the future where something happened and the world got you know messed up as usual and then people (laughs) got like these powers so they're i guess they're like gradually building back up to what technology would have been so and see that's 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 interesting to me and I want I would have wanted to know more about that I think and that struggle against the world because it felt very enclosed in this mm. us versus them classes and again like you would get in traditional 
young adult fantasy like Hunger Games. It's weird to call that traditional, but I feel like that's a trend now with dystopias, especially. Definitely. Um, but that that's interesting because I was just picturing this mayor's village being this weird wooden fishing hamlet thing going on with random electric boxes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on there, and then we go in this sci-fi arena when she's going to go train and fight people and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I think it becomes clearer in the second one, which when you're talking about the first one doesn't help, but Mm -hmm. it it becomes much clearer, like, how things work, and they kind of make the distinction between, like, what kind of technology the Reds use and what kind of technology the Silvers use, because the Silvers have powers, so, like, their technology Mm -hmm. is going to be based around that. Whereas the Reds technology is going to kind of be based around more like electricity and stuff because they don't have the abilities to kind of push, you know? Right. So they adapt in different ways and it kind of comes that wizard versus muggle world, I feel like. Yeah, but I, I, I do get what you're saying that you could probably push that even more so it's even more obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- I don't know. I feel like there's not quite a clear tone in that. Like, there's there's certain mm-hmm. books where you read them and you feel the area you're in and the world you're in. And I'm going to pull Six of Crows in and say, <laughs> when you're in Ketterdam, you feel the slang and you feel the dirt mm-hmm. and you feel these buildings and you, you get a definite feel of this is the kind of time period I'm in, this is the kind of culture. And, and I didn't quite get that from Red Queen. And it is, a, it is a first book in a series, so I would... I should have patience with it to build that world a bit. Yeah, um, but... But that premise, to me, is interesting. Yeah, but here, here's the thing, like, Six of Crows technically is the first in the series too, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's separate to the, the Grisha trilogy. And yeah, I did read Six of Crows without having read the Grisha trilogy, and I, I get what you're saying, that, like, the world feels more concrete, I guess? Yeah. There's, there's a clear image you get, and, and I don't know if that's something that's come in the writing style, or if it's the dialogue they're using, or maybe just a combination of everything, but you feel where you're at, and I didn't get that as clearly from Red Queen. And that's an, another interesting topic in the world-building setting, is with Red Queen, it does feel like a dystopia Earth, where this was our world, and something happened, and then people have powers, and it might have been something that might have been more successful maybe if it was... A separate world entirely where yeah. they built up that and they introduced that and they had an explanation of it could have even been this is how things always were or this is just a separation we have from our, our gods or our bloodlines it could have been any number of reasons but mm-hmm. that might that's an, another interesting thing I don't think we see a lot in these dystopias that could easily be an interesting separate world but they're instead built on the remnants of our world which has different I think that has different appeals for different people so I might just be speaking as a high fantasy fan no 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 I I get what you're saying because have you pulling in another series now have you ever um (laughs) read or watched the Shannara Chronicles I have not I've heard the premise is supposed to be it's kind of like magic developed on top of the wasteland of our world yeah and like I haven't read the books but I watched a tv show and it's weird for me (laughs) and that's that, that might just be a personal thing but it's like it's so it's just hard to believe that something like magic can exist when the basis for the entire world is ours if you get what i'm saying right and then you wonder 
but but why would that be the world we're building it off of and why would that come to happen in this world is that yeah kind of what you're getting at yeah because it's like you instantly bring your it's like um i can't remember what it's called but there was there's this thing where it's like whenever you're building a world sean talked about this in class in yeah where like you will bring your um preconceptions into it Yes, that's very true. And yeah. I think that might be something that's interfering with the way you interact with this world. And I think it comes down to also the question of, but why is that necessary? Why is it necessary to put it in our world beyond, you know, having, if you're not going to include our normal human world laws, mm-hmm. why is it necessary that it's here rather than a separate world? That's so true. <laughs> I never thought about it like that before. <laughs> Uh, we're getting deep now. Yeah, we're examining and questioning. Can we crawl back up to where it was like this is a fun series and not do this? this? Is a fun series, cool. It's, Let's. It's still a fun series. Like, um, yes. I think the appeal in it for me is more characters, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because you the the problem that you find with a lot of young adult series is that the the characters are either just and you want to strangle <laughs> them or, or they like they just never learn and they keep making the same mistakes over and over oh and, and then they get into these situations where you're like who would ever do this mm-hmm. but the characters feel more grounded and they feel more realistic even though there are people that completely hate the main character because they're like she's so selfish she's so this she's so that but i feel like that makes her a more genuine character and and that's fair actually when i think about that and i feel like she she does take this seriously and she does learn and she's not ridiculous in some ways and after the life she's had she deserves to be i think a little selfish it makes sense for her to be Mm -hmm. a little selfish and that's also makes her interesting as a character as opposed to this generic wavering what do I do morally kind of a question so I respect that about her yeah and I don't know if this comes with spoilers or not but she doesn't really make her decision based off of like what this guy is gonna think of me yes that was very good I did enjoy that that aspect of it I think I think if I'm calling it correctly Um, I mean there there is like the, the romance aspect in it but I don't remember her making choices based off of them. But it was like choices that would influence them or had things to do with them, but it wasn't because of them, if you get right. what I mean. If I think if I'm remembering correctly, it was more thinking about how this affected her future and her family mm-hmm. and all that. It was always coming back to them. And the of course the guys play into it because they're very powerful and there is a choice of mm-hmm. who you're going to trust and she makes that mm-hmm. decision but she doesn't make it because she's fallen for his beautiful eyes <laughs> he stared into, <laughs> he stared into his, his violet eyes his violet dystopian eyes oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was that's that's good and the writing i think is pretty pretty decent it's it's on the the better scale of writing out there definitely. yeah I would agree with that beyond the world building and tone we've discussed. But it's it's solid writing. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So so you you said you didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it and I I've, I've stated I've had that the world building thing um 
Mayor, I respect Mayor, like I said. I don't know if I particularly enjoyed her. Um, I'm mm-hmm. trying to pick out reasons why. I think, though, a lot of it was working on, building on this genre and a lot of the conflicts that come with the kind of genre you're working in, where mm-hmm. it becomes a, I have developed these specialness abilities about me, and now I gotta go off and uh, make decisions about my life, and there's boys, and, and then, like we said, we don't make decisions based off the boys, but the boys are there. That's mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, it's one of those those concepts I think has been exhausted so far, which is, and I think a lot of it might come down to the, I have suddenly developed special abilities, and I don't know if that's something that's explained in school later on, but I don't know. I kind of I kind of am interested in development of a character who maybe works at that more, or they get mm-hmm. in something on their cleverness versus we're paying attention to you now because you've you've done sparky magic and it's it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, she just kind of get placed in a position because of that initial reveal thing. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you do have to stop and be like, how is she qualified to be doing any of what she's doing? <laughs> but then you also have to be like, but this is young adult, right? Yeah. They're always, yeah. like, kids doing things that they're not necessarily, mm-hmm. like, qualified to do. But I, I, I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of it, when they're they're pulling that little lightning girl phrase all the time, yeah. I'm always thinking, it, it for that particular phrase always draws me back to, and I keep, I'm sorry I keep going back to Hunger Games, but that's part of the reason I'm clashing with this particular oh, story so the much. the girl on fire. Yes. And I keep just thinking of that, and they're like, we're watching you because you're the girl on fire. You're the little mm-hmm. lightning girl. So it's that similar titling that's like, okay, I've seen this, I get this, Mm -hmm. and I will admit that part of the reason some of the plot twisty kind of stuff works in there, I don't know if that's a spoilerish thing, uh, is because (laughs) you have certain expectations about how a young adult novel is going to play out at this point Yeah, with the setup. So some of that, I I respected that because I didn't see that coming. The end? Yes. Yes, and she makes her decision and she's like, oh. Boy, I saw it coming. I because of there was like one scene where I was like, "Oh, okay." And I'm not gonna say what scene it was because that's spoilers. Yeah. But I mean, I had some bad feelings, but I also, mm-hmm. again, I was I was sucked up in that this is how a young adult novel is gonna play out. Like this is yeah. I have bad feelings, but you know, this is gonna how it's gonna work. And then it didn't work, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that part I thought was clever. I thought that worked. Even if it was one of those things where you kind of see it. Mm-hmm. But you also doubt it. Mm-hmm. But like what you had mentioned before. Like whether they explain like how she gets these abilities. I don't think they do. <laughs> see that was, that was one of the secretive <laughs> kind of things I was kind of intrigued about. Like oh where did it's this like, come from? It's kind of explained in very vaguely where there's no like concrete this is what happened but it's like this is a thing that's happening kind of thing mm-hmm. so so what you're saying is I really just need to read the other books <laughs> <laughs> so I can fully grasp what's happening possibly maybe yeah I'd say my favorite one is King's Cage, which is the last one that just came out. Um, 
that's good. It's good when after the last that, or latest is good. Yeah, after that, it's probably Glass Sword and then Red Queen. Red Queen is my least favorite right now, and I think the one that's coming out soon is the last book in the series. That's, that's good, I think, when it's becoming progressively better and you don't keep going back to the first one. You know, this was actually the best. I mean, there's mm-hmm. always the initial attachment to it, but the fact that the story grows and maybe the author grows while writing it is always good. Quality. Yeah. Yeah, because it's... Mm, yeah. I think the the main issue is that when you get to the, the, the second book, you can definitely tell it's a transition book. Mm. Although, you can argue that the third one is also kind of a transition book. It's weird. It feels like they're both transitions, but the second one is more of a transition book than the third one. Although yeah, more I'm... things happen in the second one than the third one. It's... <laughs> I mean, it's inherent, though, that, you know, when you have a series, each book is technically a transition book slash setup book, but mm-hmm. there's some ways where it's done better than others, just if it's mm-hmm. all building to the to one thing, I mean, rather than separate instances. But the fact that, you know, one can be that setup book but not feel like one, and it can be entertaining on its own, is, a, mm-hmm. I think, a mark of a really good book. And it's kind of like the idea of um, people say they don't like spoilers, and this might be a really personal opinion. But to me, if something is spoiled for you, and then the whole thing is completely ruined and you never want to see it ever again it's not necessarily a worthwhile story you want to keep going back to i think you should keep going back to something to try and pick up the stuff and because you're enjoying picking up the clues and watching how that's playing out and listening to it again mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of my opinion on those transitions and those setups and as long as you're enjoying reading it and you're enjoying rereading it i think that's a mark of quality That was, that was my rant on, on spoilers and <laughs> quality. No, 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 it's Str- cool, it's cool. Strong it's cool. opinions. Every opinion should be a strong opinion, otherwise it's not an opinion worth having. Boom. Put that what, on a t-shirt. What if, what if I have those weak half raise my hands because I'm kind of in the boat, <laughs> but not quite long? Am I allowed to do those? I mean, you can have them, just don't, don't talk about them. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just I'll shove those under the. Quietly. Yeah, just just shove them under the bed with like the half-written manuscripts that you're never gonna finish. I don't know. Uh, what you're talking about half-written on my end. My end's going great. Stop judging me. You've been uh, but back to the books. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I keep making that noise because I'm trying to think. You do. Thinking's good. Indicating that you are thinking is also good. Um, so we've discussed the world building we've discussed a little bit about the writing and we've discussed the characters we've touched on the plot a little bit is there anything else you really want to go in deep on? not really it's just that I think the third one's more interesting because it it goes more into characters whereas the second one things happen but it doesn't feel like things are happening and it's really slow Mm that makes sense yeah you know I've, I've experienced that yeah and that is a bit problematic I think but that's also a learning thing and it sounds like that's gotten better yeah. as far as like the author working on it mm-hmm. um, as far as out of curiosity having not read the rest of the book so you say the characters kind of get better how did the characters develop like do they develop really well and do they go forth and do you enjoy their evolution or is it just kind of they're kind of the same but they're doing cool stuff 
they change like they they definitely change like personality wise you can like characters will make decisions in the first book that they would not have made that's cool like like they'll make decisions in the newer books that you you will look at and you'll be like okay they would never have done that in like the first one and, I and then there's all yeah yeah like it's it's good to see progression because you don't want to keep seeing the same arguments and the same things over and over and over right. again and you don't um, want to see well well so and so's going to do this so you might as well throw up your hands and give up yeah yeah or like you know you you can predict exactly where scene is going to go mm-hmm. before it happens because you know exactly what the character's going to do right because they already did that kind of thing <laughs> but it's like there was also the introduction of i don't know if this counts as a spoiler but there's like different points of views from different characters so like in the first book it was just mayor it was just mayor's point of view right but i think in the second book there's one more point of view added and then in the third book, there's three points of view. Or is it four? It, it might... Three, three or four. So you get to see things from other characters' perspective a lot more. Mm-hmm. I so you de- cool. Yeah. So you definitely... Um, and it helps because you get to see the world from, like, somebody else's eyes other than Mare, who's, like, bitter and... <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah she's Mare. Yeah, she's mayor. So it's <laughs> so yeah. In, in that way, it's definitely better, more more interesting, more compelling. Also, you can have people in different places doing different things, and you feel like stuff's happening because you're not relying on just one person's point of view. This is true, and I yeah. think that would that probably helps with like there's a lull, and this character isn't immediately doing something. Mm-hmm. interesting but you need interesting things to happen and mm-hmm. other things need to get done yeah yeah it's is- yeah yeah so cool. so so it's it's enjoyable but i can get why you wouldn't be totally like sink your claws <laughs> into it yeah yeah and I, I can respect why you would sink your claws into it so this is this has been good this has been enlightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you want to discuss on this particular topic? Because I think I've run out of my concerns and opinions on it. I, I think I'm done, too. There's there's not much more to say. <laughs> Until the All next right. book comes out. Ta-da. This is true. Until I read more of the books. Well, I, we can fix that. One day. One day. <laughs> After, you know, I read... What's that book? A Dance Nevernet? of Cloaks. Oh, oh yeah, Nevernight. Oh, you've yeah, like, you've got, you've got a long list. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I've got that. I've got Skyborn. I've got uh, We Are the Ants. I've got... You know that, that, that middle grade series called Septimus Heap? Yes. I have the book called Dark for that. <laughs> <laughs> because I read all of the others when I was younger, and then this came out like when we started school. I bought it, oh boy. picked it up, realized I don't remember anything. <laughs> so it's still sitting there, and that's the problem. Anyways. Yep. Yeah. You also, I don't know if I should suggest this here, but I would suggest to you, you should read Worm at some point in the future. Maybe just like read a little bit of that every day. It's a web novel. Oh, cool. 
So that uh, that is an example on the topic of developing powers and character development. That one is, I think, a really interesting one where you have multiple characters and you have special people, non-special people, but the way the characters learn to use things and develop things, I think, is really unique and makes sense. And it's an interesting, refreshing version of that kind of a story. Is it a comic or is it a novel? It's a novel. Okay. It's an online novel. It's very long. Oh my gosh. Arc so that's one, something to boy at. Arc three, arc four, arc five, arc six. It is okay. a little bit longer than Game of Thrones. 